0: everybody, I hope you're having a great day. I hope everything's going well with you. Whenever you decide to log in and listen to this podcast, I pray that everything is going well. So today I wanted to talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart because I have been a victim of this and I have done it to others. And so I thought it would be good to kind of uh, start the intentional living series up again and talk about you know what it's like to live your best life when you're living with intention live your best life without any apologies and so this is probably like a part of it um is more to come but i just wanted to start out by saying um this particular um podcast today is more so dedicated to the to the black and brown girls it's definitely dedicated to black girls um And it's not any, like, offense to anyone else, but I've seen black girls do this more than anything, than any other race, um, because I feel that other races pretty much take advantage of the things that are given to them, the life that they live, and they don't let anybody question them. But black girls, a lot of times, will feel as though uh, they have to question everything about who they are, where they are, you know, do I deserve this? You know, um, there's a lot of question about them having the good things in life. And I want to talk about that today because, sis, you deserve the good things. So let's talk about it. So I've talked about um, my journey and getting to a place where I had to build my self-esteem and my confidence in myself and just really kind of walking out on faith and not really depending on somebody else's opinion all the time. And I'm going to tell you why. You have to have a good sense of self. And I know this is going to sound like a broken record with me. (laughs) And some of you, like I said, depending on your religious beliefs and your background, you are going to get sick and tired of me. Or you probably are by now. Why? Because if you've listened to any of my previous podcasts, what do I talk about a lot? Building a relationship with God. It is. Critical. (laughs) It is one of the best relationships that you can have because that relationship helps build the foundation for the relationship that you have with yourself. And I've talked about developing deeper roots. You got to develop deeper roots. It's got to be more to you than what's on the surface. Okay. You can't be but surface deep. You got to have deeper roots, and your foundation in God has to be strong, okay. So, I'm going to say that one more time. Why? Because it has to be that way. It has to be. Why? Because you have to have that relationship. You have to develop that relationship in order for you to move forward. You have to. Um, There is so much that you can honestly get into and not have that foundation to kind of guide you. You know? It's like you're going out to do a task, and you know it's going to be a hard task, and you really just don't have any kind of grounding, nothing to ground you, nothing to keep you safe in the midst of what could be a big storm. And um, I just feel like you have to, to be, you know, honest with yourself. You can't do this by yourself. You can't. And you have to have good allies in your corner that you can count on to pour into you, to encourage you, to help you, you know, be a resource to you. And that is something that I feel like a lot of times that we don't do. A lot of times as black and brown girls, we tend to be in competition. Then we do helping and loving and providing, you know what I'm saying? The... The important stuff that we need, you know? And the reason I say that is that not everybody's going to do what you're doing. Like, for instance, I'm celibate. I've been celibate for, it's four years this year. And not everybody in my circle is celibate. It's not for me to preach what I'm doing on them. If they want to do what they want to do, that's what they want to do. Just like if I want to stay celibate, if I don't want to do this and that, then that's what I want to do leave people be let them do what they want to do now i will say this if my friend ever asks me my honest to god opinion about something i'll let them know like you know to be honest with you i'm not telling you need to be celibate but i'm just saying just wait a little bit and see you know where things go with this person don't just be so quick to jump into bed with them because you know a lot of times women say they just you know want somebody to you know have their little fun with and then they the next second, be honest and say, well, I was really looking for a relationship. I really liked him. And you sit there thinking to yourself, wait a minute. Now you just said about a week or so ago that you and Fred were just hanging, you know, y'all just having sex, having fun. This is the best time of your life. You doing what you want to do. Talking all that doggone hot girl stuff. Okay. Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, all of them got all up in your head telling you it's up, then it's up and, and you, you flipping and you turning and you doing everything But you failed to be honest with yourself about the fact that you really wanted Fred to be your man. And now you're mad. You're mad because, you know, I wanted Fred to be my man and he done decided he don't want to be bothered with me. So um, all I want to say is, you know, for one, be honest with yourself. And to deepen your roots. Get a better understanding of who you are. And the reason that you need to is because when you get a better understanding of who you are, you know what your needs are. You know what I'm saying? And it's not all about your your wants all the time. You know what your honest to God needs are. You know what you need in a man. And you are not willing to sit back and let a guy just kind of like, you know what I'm saying, shortchange you in that form, in that way. So I can honestly say that, like, you know what you need and you're willing to to wait or to demand what it is that you want. And so I will say that that is something that you definitely need to do. Um, and you also need to make sure that you have a good sense of self because a lot of women, a lot of women um, miss out on this. Like, you know, you got somebody that you truly do love and you care about and you are allowing this person to use you as a comeback. I hate to say it that way, but it's the truth. You allowing this person to use you as a comeback, a a a punching bag, or a um emotional dumpster. That's not intentional living. That's not you living your best life, sis. That's not. It's not, And you don't need to stay in that situation just because the friends around you have somebody or they question you when you don't have somebody or you're just trying to, you know, fit in with the couple's thing. But, you know, you ain't got somebody that's worth a darn. You got to live your best life. That's why I said if you deepen those roots and strengthen your foundation, you know what it is you need. You know what you need in your life. And you know what you want. And so you don't need to question that. You don't need to allow anybody to question that, okay? So the reason I say that is because a lot of times as women, we question each other about why you doing this and why you doing that. You know, just for one, being nosy. And the second, it's just a comparison thing. And you have to set boundaries. Set boundaries with conversations. You don't have to tell your friends everything. That's something that I've had to learn because I became a dog on a rotor or a motor mouth and an open book. Telling every darn thing that happened, I mean from sunup to sundown. And I'm going to tell you something, if you are in connection with the wrong type people, they will eventually use every single thing you say against you. You hear all your business out in the street. You're trying to figure out how people know about what you and John did last night. you trying to figure out how they know you lost your job. How Sarah, you know, come up to you in church and say she heard that, you, um, that y'all lights got cut off. You know, she praying for you you're trying to figure out how people know all your business. But you're telling it. You're telling it to people that don't have your best interest at heart. And so, I'm going to tell you something that I had to learn. Choose wisely. Choose the people that you surround yourself with wisely. That's number one. Number two, pick and choose what you share. I don't care if you had one of the worst days. I don't care if you just got the worst news. I don't care if they repossess your car, if they foreclose on your house, if he left you behind, if he, you know... You find out about he was with somebody. You ain't got to tell all your darn business, okay? Because when it's up, that same person that you are spilling the beans to is going to be the same person to remind you, okay? Especially, and honestly, the only people to do that are just sheisty people that you shouldn't have around anyway. But again, those people will always be there to remind you what happened to you prior okay so today could be your worst day this year could be your worst year you went through a death you went through a job loss you went through a turn you know a pregnancy that didn't you know last you know um you went through a bout of infidelity in your marriage you went through um financial hardships you went through you know a healthcare crisis whatever it was it ain't everybody damn business okay that's all i got to say on that one it's not everybody damn business okay even your best friend don't need to know everything going on in your house i don't give a damn if she ten toes down she don't need to know some things you can keep between you and God. A lot of things I would say it's between me and thee, just me and God. She ain't got to know what you make, how much you make, how you make it. Like with the, uh, what's the things, the, um, stimulus check. You got, you got people knowing exactly when your check done hit the bank. First and foremost, that's none of their business. Okay. If you got a check, you don't need to tell nobody what you got. Okay. That's number one. And two, if you didn't get a check, It still ain't nobody business that you didn't get it. Learn to keep some things to yourself. And let me tell you why I had to learn that. When you keep some things to yourself, you lessen the amount of bad, well, not bad, but you lessen the amount of, um, it's kind of like static in your ear. That's what I want to say. It's like not bad noise, but just static in your ear. And you know how you can be listening to the radio and then something gets real staticky and you really can't hear clearly what you need to hear or want to hear. You know, sometimes when God is trying to direct you to something that you really need to do and a place that you really need to go, but you got all this static in your ear, you can't hear him clearly. That's why I said, you know, you need to pick and choose who you have around you wisely and make sure that, you know... You 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 keep some things to yourself. If you're getting ready to start a new business or something, just start it. Put your stuff out there, okay? Go ahead and do what you got to do. Do what you're going to do. Do what you're going to do, sis. But you ain't got to tell nobody. You got to tell nobody. Nobody. If they decide to support the business, they decide. I think I talked about this in my birthday series. You know, you're going to have some people that ain't going to support your stuff family, so-called friends, co-workers, whomever. Um, But the bottom line is, when you're ready to put it out there, put it out there. You know what I'm saying? Who is willing to support you will support you. But it's not for you to constantly beg people to support you. And it's not for you to constantly beat yourself up because of it. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, a lot of times... We we want to, to you know, play this whole you know um, woe is me because so and so wasn't nice to me, and so and so wasn't you know, I I thought I could trust her, I thought I could trust him, but this is the thing, God gave you a brain. I had to remind remind myself of this. God gave me a brain. He gave you the ability to choose. Okay. You have a brain you have the right and ability to choose. You can choose you can choose to continue down that same path of always telling Sally all your business of Sally always making snide remarks and when y'all get in front of different people bringing up your business in front of her you know in front of people and saying stuff you can you you can continue to say stuff to her. And, and, and notice that every single time you come across somebody, somebody knows something that went on in your house, you can continue to, you know, act like you don't know who she is. Continue with it. But what you're not going to do is to always complain and be upset that Sally is that type of person when you're continuing to allow her to be that person in your life. Because you can cut her off. Once you cut that dog on cord and you stop giving her the, the lowdown in your house, because nine times out of ten, you might know some of the stuff going on in Sally House, but you don't know everything going on in Sally House. I had to learn that one. I would be in, you know, situationships. And this, situationships are good for, for girlfriends as well. Be in a situationship with a girlfriend. And um, I'm sitting here pouring my 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 um, heart out, telling her all my business and everything going on. And I noticed that she was real stingy with certain details of her life. And I would think to myself, well, you know, I wonder maybe she just, you know, maybe I'm just not like her other friends. And so I was okay with it because I felt like the person was a good friend to me. And then I thought about it after the fact that, you know, this person has a whole plethora of stuff about me and she limited what she wanted me to know about her and what's really going on in her life. You know, I might hear about a relationship four or five months later, but if I just met somebody two seconds ago, I'm already texting and calling and telling her. I'm sharing everything and I had to learn that that's not it's not kosher. You know, it's just like you got to keep things to yourself. Um and honestly like I said, you can't share your jewels with everybody because not everybody means you well. You know, she may be the person that you sit and talk to, but you're sitting here and not realizing it's a one-sided conversation. You're sitting here spilling the beans about everything going on in your house, and you don't realize that this person barely really tells you anything. She don't tell you nothing going on in her life, but she'll call you to listen to what you got to say. And so I had to learn that... I had to choose wisely, and I also have the right to say no. I recently had to do that. I had some things that happened recently to me, and I had two good friends outreach me and asked me how things are going, and I did not share it. I did not share it. And these were things that, honestly, good things, okay, that I would love to share, but I was like, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not. I'm going to learn to be stingy. I'm going to learn to keep some stuff to myself. You know what I'm saying? I had... Something come up, and it was unexpected, and I thought, oh, and wanted to share it, but I didn't. Why? Because it's not everybody's business. It's not everybody's business. And a lot of times, once again, when you put all this stuff out here, and you said all that you said, all you get back is static. God has a plan for you and what it is that he wants for you to do, you know? He gave the vision to you. He gave that plan to you. It is not for you to share with 10 different people getting 10 different perspectives that are only going to leave you confused at the end of the day, okay? So, that's part one of that. Part two is, girl, do not feel bad for living your best life, okay? Do not feel bad for that. Black girls are not supposed to always take. We should not ever, okay? But I'm gonna just be upfront uh, honest. We don't need to normalize black women struggling. That is not, that is not the plug, okay? We don't need the bottom of the barrel, man. We don't need to live the bottom of the barrel life. We don't need to be treated like we're the last thing, the leftover, the afterthought. We deserve to live good lives, good full lives, okay, where we have the love that we need, the support that we need. We're working in our careers and we're confident and, you know, living a good life, okay? Joy, peace, you know, all of that. The grace of God shining upon you daily. Why are we fighting each other Because you're living the best life, and I see you over there doing that, and I want to know why you doing all that. Why you? Why some people just be trying to do all this and that? No, sis, I'm living my best life. (laughs) Okay, I am doing what God has called me to do. I am walking into a different season, a different path that He has called me to. And if that means that I get the raise this year, that I get the new house, the new car, that, you know, we take more vacations, that, you know, um, I get the love of my life. It does not mean that I'm trying to outdo you. It just means that I've been working and I've been praying for this. And now I'm living in reality of this. See, a lot of times you see the result of something like... You know somebody was going through something. They lost that job. They had that controversy. Um, you know, they went through that hard period. But what you don't see is the nights they cried, the many tears that they shed, and the many prayers that they sent up to God, asking Him, Lord, please show me the way. So you don't have the right to come to her, sis, and tell your sis, your good sis over here who's living her best life, who snatched who looks real good in her clothes, who got a good man that takes care of her and dotes on her and loves her the right way, who has somebody who don't mind spending a bag on her. You don't have the right to tell her, well, I'm not the type of person that needs that. I'm not superficial. First and foremost, what makes you superficial because a man decides that he wants to give you something or do that for you. You know, we all have our different love languages. You sitting here looking at the fact that your friend's boyfriend bought her a Gucci bag or a Chanel bag, and she was surprised because she loves those bags. And now you want to sit back and say, well, I'm glad I'm not superficial because those type things and men always buy stuff just to suppress women and they da 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 Remember what I told you? Static, 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 static. Because you mad that Leroy won't buy you a damn piece of bubble gum. Leroy won't buy you no damn bubble gum. And you mad because your girlfriend over here got her new coach bag, her new Michael Kors bag, her new Chanel, her new Gucci, her new Lady Dior, because I love Lady Dior bags. Um, She done got her some good red bottoms. You know, she got her, you know, her Dior saddle. You pissed off because she got the Gucci tights and you got the damn Walmart tights. You pissed off about it. And so instead of just taking a moment and just thinking to yourself, you know what? This ain't even worth getting mad at somebody about. What do we normally do? When we're not where we want to be and our confidence level is shaky, what do we do when we don't have the root system that we need and our foundation is broken? What do we do? We turn on that person. We turn our back and we turn an ugly head to that person and we decide that we are out to destroy you. So what do I do now? I'm going to try to make you question whether or not you deserve to have that. I don't have a need for expensive stuff. I'm 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 fine with what I have God gives me. And you know, I'm not one of those people that's like that. What what you mean people that's like that? What what you talking about, sis? What you talking about, sis? Sis. Oh, so you trying to tell me, sis, that I'm not supposed to like what I like because you don't like it. Static. Static, static, static that's why some things need to be left alone I think social media is a huge <sighs> it can be a good thing it can be a bad when he buys the Chanel bag you ain't got to post it if y'all go out to eat you ain't got to tell her about it she see you with the bag and she say girl where you got that oh John bought me this look at her reaction oh mm, must be nice mm, I don't need nobody to do Ain't nobody ask you that. Ain't nobody ask you that. Ain't nobody asks you that. But it also gives you a good, clear picture of who you're dealing with. And once you see it, and you see it often, it lets you know that you need to distance yourself. Distance yourself. I have done it to people, and I've had it done to me. And I have learned in this part of my life, in the latter part of my life, you know, I'm on my countdown to 40 now, baby. I done turned 39 and already counting down to 40. But I have learned at this point in my life that I don't owe nobody no dang on apologies for what God has blessed me to have. I had a cousin. She's deceased now. On my grandma's side, we're like second, third cousins. And um, uh, she was at a family reunion years ago. I think it was in college. It was Alzina and I remember Alzina walking up to me at the table I was sitting there and she put her hand on the table like that and said don't apologize for what you've been blessed to have. Profound because at that time I didn't understand what she meant but now I fully understand it. I fully understand it. I don't need to explain to you that God blessed me with the man that I prayed for. I pray for days like this. I pray for a man that would not find a robbery to pour into me. A man that prays with me and for me. You don't know what else John do outside of just buying that Chanel bag. What you want to do is sit back and tear me apart and rip me apart, you know, because you feel like I don't deserve it. But these are the same women who will throw themselves at John behind your back. Run, you know, to his, his Instagram or Facebook page trying to see who he talking to. These are those same women who do stuff like that because they're looking for a flaw. Why? Because they have an ounce of self-confidence. They got to find something wrong with you because, you know, Leroy won't buy me no Chanel bag. Why she got one? Well, you chose Leroy. You ain't prayed for Leroy. You you took what, what you got. And now you got him. And Leroy won't buy you no chewing gum, okay? Leroy all out for himself. He take care of himself. He look out for him. Um, You can't get mad at your girl over here because Leroy, you know, don't take care of you. That's on you. You chosen. I had to learn that the hard way. I can't get mad at you because you look good in that dress. Your waist is snatched, okay? You look good, girl, head to toe. You've been going to a dermatologist. You've been eating right, and drinking your water. I'm in over here drinking sodas and sweet teas. That's why my waistline ain't snatched. That's why my skin ain't clear. I can't get mad at you because you're putting in the work. When I'm not doing what I need to do, what I can be is inspired by you, though. What I can do is say, let me get my shit together. Let me get my stuff together. Not to be in competition, but it should inspire you to be the best version of you that you can be. There is no competition because we're all allowed to be queens, okay? We are all allowed to be queens. So there is no competition. You are to be the best version of you, and she is to be the best version of herself. And maybe you being the best version of you and get to where you need to be working out, getting that job, getting a promotion, making the money that you want. Now you've learned that you love luxury. You do love, you know, dabbling here and there. Now you done bought yourself a damn Chanel bag. F Leroy, you done bought your own bag. And then you decide, I'm tired of Leroy. Leroy ain't doing nothing for me but being dead, you know, away. And so, aside from everybody telling you, you know, Leroy, a good man, that's because you pretended he was for years. You know the truth. And you decide when you deepen your roots and you strengthen your foundation that you can do better. Much better. Not by yourself. But with the one who keeps you day in and day out because it's not a battle that you have to go into alone and when you realize that you're willing to say to Leroy look Leroy some things gonna change right here okay and you will be surprised it could be that Leroy ain't been doing because you ain't been asking okay you might be surprised that you're not getting the love that you deserve because you've allowed him not to give it. But when you put your foot down and let Leroy know how you feel and where you stand, and he knows that you will honestly walk, you'll see. I can't say that it's always going to be that way, but I'll tell you this. There are a lot of Leroy's out there who have decided to put on their big boy panties and do what they had to do and treat that woman right. And then there are a lot of Leroy's that were still stubborn, still stuck in their ways, and just want it the way they want it because I didn't had it this way for the past 10, 20 years and I don't see why you coming up here now trying to change everything. Well, you make some big girl decisions. Are you going to sit here and let Leroy dim your light? Are you going to leave? Okay? Knowing that God is honestly your source, he is your foundation and you're going to walk into the light so you can shine bright, so you can live your best life. So I have to say, with all of that, I want all of us to win. I want all of us to win. And I dedicate this to the brown girls. It's Black History Month, and I'm dedicating this to the brown girls because I want you to understand, you know, that we can all win. We can all win. We can all win. Take that opportunity where you're not feeling your best. And you're comparing yourself to really just get to the bottom of why. Think about what you can do to live a better life. Not to be like her or her or her. It's not that you need to have their life because your life may one day become a desirable life for them. You know, whereas you're looking at her life and everything's going well today. She may start admiring the fact that you had the strength to stand up to Leroy. Not saying that her marriage is horrible. Not saying that her relationship is on the rocks. But she admires the fact that you had the strength to do that. And she admires that about you. And you will be surprised that that very same woman will tell you, I admire that about you. I admire the fact that you're not afraid to walk out on faith. I admire the fact that you stood up to him. I admire the fact that you, you, you busher behind, you worked out hard, you lost the weight. You know, I admire the fact that you started your podcast, you start your YouTube channel. I admire the fact that you started your travel business, your real estate business. I admire the fact that you went back and finished your master's. I admire the fact that you got your principalship or you, um, you know, started a whole new career and you're making your money and doing your thing. I admire the fact that you're such a good mom, you have good time management, you you get everything done, you know? I admire that about you. What you're going to find is, when you take the time to really evaluate where you are, you understand what I'm saying? You get that static out of your ear, you will realize that that person is not a threat to you. She's not. She's a beautiful woman who's kept, Okay. Um, She has a good husband that does for her, but you don't know the struggles that she went through. You know, you probably heard about a couple of them, but you don't understand that this is something that she prayed for. This is something that she cried about. Many nights. Like in the um, song by uh cc Wine and Alabaster Box, when she says, You weren't there the night. He saved me. You weren't there the night. He called me. You weren't there. So you're looking at something on the surface and you don't understand that I got some strong and deep roots. So I will probably pu- publish this a little bit later in March because um, that's when I'm going to start my intentional living series. But this is definitely um, something that I want to dedicate to the brown girls because I feel like we need to to love on each other a lot more. I, I, I think there's a lot of women that are, are moving to do that. I've seen it. I've seen a lot of women moving to celebrate and support one another. Um, but I just feel like we need that reminder, okay? We need that little reminder that, okay, it's okay to not be feeling your best today. But it's not okay to take it out on your good sis over here because, you know, she, from the from the surface, she got it going on. Again, you don't know how strong her roots are. You don't know how strong her roots are. You don't know how many tears she cried. You don't know how many setbacks she's had. You're just looking at what you see on the surface. Yeah, she look good. Yeah, her hair look good. Skin popping. Yeah, she dressed nice. Yeah, she got a nice bag, nice car, living in a nice home, nice neighborhood. Got a good man in her life. And you sitting here thinking, you know, I remember when. She ain't nothing. She used to do this, this, and that. Now see what you done done? See what you done done to yourself? Look at what you did to your spirit. What are you doing to your soul? Deteriorating and tearing yourself down. So, again, we are all queens And we all can wear a crown. And guess what? We can all shine bright. Peace and blessings.